Welcome to the Selling Without Sleeves podcast with me, Sarah Jolly Jarvis. I'm here to share with you real life stories from high performing salespeople and business owners, as well as my own insights and learnings around what's working well right now in the sales world, telling things like it is without the sleeves. Hello and welcome to today's podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Jolly Jarvis, and I am here with a nice glass of red wine for company, which is a real novelty. Um, one of a handful of drinks that I've had um, in the last 12 months. Um, so, um, yeah, that's nice, nice warming on a pretty miserable, actually, uh, winter's evening. So I thought this today I would go through goal setting. OK, now the reason for this is obviously most businesses, you might have a different financial year. But you work with a calendar year as far as your sort of targets um, for your business for that year are concerned. Um, in the vast majority of cases, so it's those 12 months between January and December where you will be aiming for a particular goal or goals uh, for your business. So uh, we did our planning back at the end, um, our middle of December, really. And uh, I mentioned then that's what we were doing. I did, you know, say then that, yeah, first, first podcast back after the new year. Obviously, last week's podcast, episode 38, was talking around the the new lockdown that we're having in the UK. And so um, this got moved a week. So um, hopefully you haven't been waiting on your goal setting for this podcast. I know um, I've had a couple of clients get in contact with me and point them in the direction of resources, things that they want to consider, and, and a really great book that I use as to form the basis really of my plans and, and goals and setting out that plans those plans for the year um you know obviously a goal without a plan is a dream harsh but true it's fine if you want to continue dreaming um but the likelihood of that dream coming true sadly is you know it's not a fairy tale we have to put in the hard graft we have to have a plan we have to have action we need to take action in order to achieve that goal um so that it isn't just a dream it's easy to be busy being busy. And so, you know, implementing and working on clients, the my new book that will be out in April, um, Selling Without Sleeves, is talking through the fact that, you know, you can be on that hamster wheel of implementation. You're so busy working for a handful of clients that you don't manage to get the work in that you need to do. And so with that in mind, it, it makes sense to put time aside to enable you to set goals. So what I wanted to do today, rather than talk about why goal setting is so important, which hopefully, you know, you've already bought into, is to go through a presentation with you. So these slides, you don't need the slides. I'm not a great one for graphs and, and visual representations. So they are a little bit dry anyway. But the slides are um, are available in my Facebook group, which is Selling Without Sleeves. So you can go onto Facebook and you can put into the search Selling Without Sleeves group and that will come up. Um, and in the group will be uh, up in the top left hand corner will be the units. And in those units, you will see the Selling Without Sleeves goal setting. So um, it will also go out if you join uh, before the weekend. So to straight on listening to this podcast, it will be one of the first things in the newsfeed on the threads in there because um, I will be posting it into the group. So it will be there as a as a post. If you want the slides, I know some of you are scribblers, so you like to print them out and have those little lines next to them so that we can be writing notes and, and making comments on it. They will be up there for you. Obviously, you're free to come and go from the group as you wish. And so there's no obligation to stay um, once you've obtained those notes, if that's what you want to do. 
Without further ado, I am going to get started on Selling Without Sleeves goal setting. So why are goals key? Okay, so I've already said a goal without a plan is a dream. And, you know, taking that sort of one step further and looking into sort of the direction that a goal can give you without clear direction, you wander aimlessly. And how can you get there if you haven't got a there? You know, if you've got nowhere that you're aiming at, then how do you measure how well you're doing um, versus something which is so up in the air? It's super important that you can focus in and understand at this point, I will have made this target, I'd have reached this goal. Without a plan and a way to measure your progress, how do you know things are going right or wrong? You could go totally off piece. You could go totally off the conversation, totally off the the goal, and you wouldn't know because you haven't got any goal in place. And and why I say conversation at that point is because you know it's very easy in a sales call. If you go into a sales call, taking it down to you know such a basic level, if you go into a sales call without a clear goal in mind, you can very easily go off piece. It can turn into a very nice chat, and then that's the end of it. Um, and you haven't progressed that person along that sales process. You haven't come to that that goal. You haven't achieved that goal that you were wanting to. So you might have had a vague idea, but you didn't have it set in your mind. And then surprise, surprise, you don't achieve it. So that is why it's super important. Now, I also want to clarify the difference between targets and goals as far as what I say. Sometimes I do tend to interchange them, which can get a little bit irritating. I appreciate. But a target is an indicator. So you establish that to determine how successful you are in achieving an objective. Whereas a goal is an indicator established to determine whether you've achieved your objective. So it's how successfully you're doing is a target and whether or not you've achieved it. So, you know, target is like a bit of a milestone. It's a bit of a sense check, whereas a goal is pretty much, you know, it's one thing or the other. You've either done it or you haven't. Um, Whereas targets, your milestones can be there along the way. So when I talk around these things, that's really what we're getting at. I appreciate I interchange sometimes, but, you know, the targets are an indicator of how successfully you're you're doing. So you might have targets for the quarter, but you have the overall, the overriding goal for 2021, or at least hopefully you will soon. So considerations. It's always really important, you know, sorry for those of you which have already been subjected to SMART goals, but that you want them to be SMART. And when I say SMART, obviously that's an acronym, It's specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and timely. That's what they stand for, okay? And I'm going to talk through that in a little bit more detail. You're basically looking for, with your specific, you're looking for having specificity. (laughs) Yep, that's a really easy one to say. But, you know, you want to be clear on where you are aiming okay specific so when I achieve 300,000 then I have achieved that goal okay that's very specific it's a very specific number you know you could choose 301 if you wanted to get ultra um, specific but you know it's a rounded figure but it's a very clear flag in, in in on in the ground if you either achieve that or you don't, you can have targets breaking that down. So, you know, if you're wanting to do it monthly, that makes sense. But it's figuring out where I am versus this goal. We've then also got measurable, okay? You need to be able to measure it. Now, obviously, being specific makes it more measurable. Yeah, so some of these in, intertwine with each other. Um, you want to be able to determine. So 
the problem comes when things aren't measurable. I talk to clients on a regular basis who have um, the outcomes are quite what I call fluffy, um, which isn't remotely intending to be condescending, but it's very vague and it's very difficult to measure where people are at. And I first one of the first things I get them to do is, is to actually come up with with markers with some sort of benchmark or something that they can use, it's normally in a numerical scale, in order to determine if they are they have achieved that or, or made that change, created that change. So I was talking to somebody the other day around confidence, and I was saying to them, the, the thing is, is how do you measure that? You know, it's a feeling, and feelings are more difficult to measure. But what you can do is you can get that person to do a scale beforehand and after. So you know. If it's to for your business to be, um, you know, which is still specific for your business to be the go to business for your business, for you to be seen as a key influencer in a market. That's very specific for you to be a key influencer. Am I a key influencer? Am I not? I mean, I would like ideally to be like I'm in the top three. I'm the sort of in the top three people that they go to or, you know, as far as my skill set's concerned, et cetera, et cetera. But, you know, you could also make it measurable if you wanted to by putting a scale in place. So you could look at people beforehand and speak to people beforehand and say, you know, how how well regarded do you think I am? It could be the fact that you are wanting to measure it on the amount of approaches you get for um, your podcast or to be in publications or to speak on stage or over zoom at the moment but you know then that becomes measurable Um, you know you've got a specific target of being one of those key people you can make it measurable with elements such as approaches from from people to speak etc achieving it you know you need to be able to actually get across that line it can't be something that's forever moving not only is that <laughs> then not so achievable, but from a, from a personal point of view, it's going to be quite um, disheartening. You want to be able to, to be able to say, yes, you know, I've, I've, I've ticked that box. I am there. Um, and so if it's a forever moving scenario, then that's not going to be overly helpful. As far as realistic is concerned, um, you know, people say around creating big you know, blue sky thinking or whatever phrase you want to use. Um, but huge goals that, you know, are kind of the idea of coming from dreams rather than than based on reality. And, you know, your, your ideal living in a mansion with, you know, two million turnover and whatever, probably more than that, actually, if you want a big mansion, but you get my idea. You know, you want to make it realistic. Um, and I will come on to that in the next slide. But um, you want to make it so that you can plan for it. You might have a five year goal, which is a little bit more best case scenario stuff of dreams but you want to have something in place which is realistic so that you can be aiming for that and then you don't feel disheartened when you know overnight your business doesn't turn into a two three million pound business the fact that actually your business can produce that sort of income but you know you're looking at sort of that for your five-year goal then that makes sense because you know it is for you it's stuff of dreams but you have time on your hands, you know, you're not expecting it next week. So look at your time scale, look at the amount of time that you have to invest in your goal, uh, and be realistic. And then timely, it's a very clear space of time, you know, you, you don't want it ever, 
going on forever. I mean, the, the, the big sort of stuff of dreams that I was talking around, um, you know, even that is looking at a time scale. I've said, you know, in three or five years time, you have a start and an end point to it because that helps you keep on track. If, you know, somebody, I remember people, I can't remember who it was now, but I do remember somebody saying that if you have six months to do a task, you will take six months to do that task. You know, you always fill that time. If that time is open-ended, then what happens? And um, this goal will go to the bottom of the pile. Stretch versus planned goals. Okay, so my thought process on this, my definition of this is a stretch goal is there once you've achieved your planned goal. Um, and it's more aspirational. Okay, it's that scary goal. It's that stuff of dreams. It's it's there to have that direction. You know, do you want to in the next three to five years build your business up to a point where you can sell it and take early retirement? That's the sort of thing that people would be like, "Oof, that's you know so pie in the sky. Um, I don't even know where to start in it." Fine. Well, what we're going to do is is we're going to start on that goal. So you're setting clearly monthly targets to hit in order to achieve that final goal. Okay, and that's what I call a planned goal. So it's a goal where you actually have a plan to get there. So, you know, your aspirational, your stuff of dreams. You haven't got an idea exactly how you're going to get there, but you know that's what you want. Okay, the planned stuff is the stuff where you can do it step by step. There's clear targets. It's broken down. It makes it bite size. It makes it very achievable. So five year goal. So where do you want you and your business to be in five years time? OK, so this is the stuff of dreams. It's your exit strategy. It's, well, it's having an exit strategy. It's have, going out and, and franchising your business or having a passive income, which is you know something that everyone thinks they can just achieve overnight and uh, don't have to put any work in, which is not true at all. Passive incomes are fantastic, but they still take working and, you know, to set up and then to keep going. This is your long term aspirational goal. It's there to give you that direction. It's there as that Oh, people using the corporate world. Well, last time I dipped into it, um, it was people talking about having a North Star. You know, it's that guiding light. It's that aim in the distance. You know where you're going. You're heading towards that. Oh, I felt almost a little bit dirty saying that. But anyway, you get the gist. Your 12 month goal is where you want to be in 12 months time. Now, these might be reasonably decent goals, you know, financial freedom, a particular lifestyle. But the important thing in all this is anchoring it to what it means to you. Okay, and this goes not just for personal, uh, for business planning, but also for personal planning is what does it mean to you? What will you do with that? I remember um, doing an exercise. I was encouraged to do an exercise where I had to um, write down what I wanted how much money I wanted, what I wanted my business to do. And then I needed and then I needed a list of things that I was going to spend that money on or what I was going to do with that money. And actually, after four or five materialistic things, not small things, may I add, but materialistic things, actually, I was quite stuck. You know, it's very easy. I talk to people on a regular basis who want to achieve six figures. I want a six figure business. And, and I'm like, well, OK, but what are you going to do with those six figures? And if you don't bring it to life with what you're actually going to do with it and what you're going to do with it, not just in the sort of short term little purchases here and there. But, you know, what are you going to do at that point? What will that mean to you? What can you do as far as lifestyle concerned? 
And when you start taking that into consideration, it really brings it to life and it, it really makes it, it makes it real uh, and it makes you feel that it's achievable. I would definitely get you to encourage you to do that because on the days where things were a little bit tough and you've got this idea of these six figures in your mind, then you're thinking, well, why am I doing this? And having that money and having that number isn't enough. And that's when you need to dig deep and you need to be you know, thinking about, and that's why people do these um, picture boards, these boards where you put up all your your goals and, and what, what sort of lifestyle you want. And you look at that, you know, it makes sense to do that because that keeps in your mind. People talk about laws of attraction and yada yada. Not so keen on that. I'm, I'm keen on action. But being able to visualize that on a daily basis and checking that out is a really, really helpful way of helping you achieve that goal and know what you're doing and why you're doing it. So the steps to your 12-month goal, right at the beginning of the year, what do you want to achieve? We are there right at the beginning. I mean, to be fair, we're 11 days in if we want to get picky, but we are right at the beginning of that year. What do you want to achieve this year? What do you want to look back on this time next year and say, wow, I did amazing Um, 2021 was my best year yet and I'm really proud of myself surely you know who doesn't want that Um, anybody who doesn't want that you'd probably best switching off because you know I I can't relate to you (laughs) I don't understand why you wouldn't want to do your best that year and and best doesn't have to be monetary it doesn't have to be um, even business related but to think about what's actually really important to you and to make the most of this this year What do you need to do or what do you need to find out in order to achieve that, in order to achieve what you want to achieve in 2021? You either need to do something or you need to find out what you need to do in order to do it, okay? It's either research or plotting down, writing down for yourself what you need to do, okay? Step by step. And don't take on too much is what I would say with this 12 month goal. It's very, very easy to think I'm going to do this and then I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this. You you didn't, you know, on as the clock struck midnight on 2020, you didn't become some sort of super, super powered superhero person, I am afraid to say. And so, you know, your capabilities, your um, available time is probably very similar, if not available time, if you're a parent right now. Is probably less due to uh, lockdown. You know, you, you're not going to conjure up another two, three hours out of every day to do all these things. So it's the little steps, little steps towards a particular goal rather than a scattergun approach, rather than running around busy being busy, rather than spreading yourself too thinly or setting yourself unachievable targets. You know, the best thing you can do is focus on two or three focus areas tops. Okay, in addition to your normal work per quarter. Okay, and you know, figuring out where things fit, what timescales things work to, what needs to come first can help you plan that out and prioritize. You know, it's it is prioritizing, you have to prioritize, you can't do everything that isn't going to come from planning. Another thing I would encourage you to do is to check out Traction um, by G. Wickman. It's what I use to produce my quarterly rocks, um, both personally and in business. So it helps me to determine what I want to achieve and breaking it down into into rocks. That, <laughs> rocks, clearly quarterly rocks. In fact, surprise, surprise. Um, but, you know, 
clear things, clear projects, which are basically your rocks, um, per quarter so that you, you can keep moving forwards. And even if it's tiny steps, even if you think, you know what, I can allow half an hour a week, having that time set aside and being very clear and protective over that time will actually help you to move forwards. Whereas if you don't plan for it, it's just not going to happen. So the next step is to sense check. Okay, and I've touched on this already. Do you have the capacity to fulfill the work needed to achieve your goal? It's quite a harsh question, trust me. Especially when you think, no, actually, I, I don't. So, you know, what does that mean? What can you do? How can you reassess your goal in order to help you achieve it within the next 12 months? You know, actually enable you to continue functioning like a normal human being. And so what we're looking at here is, you know, it's the time actual physical time do you have that time available to you from a mental point of view do you have the the bandwidth do you have the brain capacity with everything else that you're juggling right now do you have that mental capacity to do things and actually one example of this is when I thought that I had wiggle room in my maternity leave to do my book if I didn't complete it by the time I went on that leave as it happened I completed it with like four hours to go on my last day but you know did I did you did I have the mental capacity have I got the mental capacity right now all the time or the energy in fact which is the next point to um to to do my book during that leave no no I don't I don't and it would have been really unrealistic and so you know I kept to that goal I achieved that goal but allowing myself the extra time I had set out to do other things to do training during maternity leave you know that was a goal um, and I haven't achieved it and you know early on took a bit of a rain check and thought you know what this isn't going to happen and so you know that was fine you know I, I faced up to it and, and that was all good the other thing is you know if you've got the energy and if you haven't got the energy why haven't you got the energy we have come off a very long 2020. Um, lots of people I was speaking to towards, to be fair, towards the middle of 2020 and definitely towards the back end of it were really struggling with energy levels. They haven't had a holiday. They haven't had time out. We went into very fight or flight mode when uh, lockdown was was first um, announced in in March last year, which you know is, is knocking on the door of nearly a year's year, you know year ago now, it has been a long slog. Do you have the energy right now to put into additional stuff? Another thing to think about is do your goals work together? Because you know it's very easy to think I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, but actually, do they contradict each other? If you're wanting to grow your business by three times, but you want to scale back your working to half as much as you're doing now, how is that going to work? And just because they contradict each other doesn't mean they can't happen. Okay, I'm not being the the pong here in the whole scenario. I don't want to poo poo your goals. I just want you to do a little bit of a sense check on it. If they do contradict each other, how are you going to make that work? What magic component are you going to put into place to make that feasible? Are you going to employ people? Are you going to go for higher ticket? What are you going to do? Last but not least, do they follow a natural or justifiable progression towards your goal? You know, you don't want them going off in totally the opposite direction. And so as long as they're following a a natural um, and justifiable progression, so, you know, you can justify those figures as not high in the sky for this year. And if you can do them this year, then you're going to have got the, the right lead process into place, the right conversion process into place. And so it'd be very easy next year to do those changes, then happy days.
what I have created, um, which is the only thing actually visual thing in the slide deck for you, is a step and goal creation loop. Um, I know, very exciting. Haven't quite decided, but, you know, I'm thinking it's not that amazing and groundbreaking to do IP on. It kind of visually helps you think this is the process I need to go through. You need to look at your goal for your five years or 12 months. You need to break it down with those steps. So if it's your five years, break it down into that you know each year what do I need to achieve in this year what do I need to be looking at and then go into detail on the, the next 12 months um, you break down those steps month on month for your 12 months and then you sense check okay you sense check for your for your years and you sense check for your 12 months the reason why you do that is because you you know you want to know that it, it's somehow going along the right lines yeah it's ticking the boxes on the previous slide talking around have I got the energy for this? Have I got the bandwidth? Have I got the resources, etc.? And then what you can do then is if, you know, if it gets passes that sense check, absolutely no problem, then brilliant. You've got confirmed goals. If it doesn't and it doesn't sit well with you, and what I would say with this is create them one day, review them the next, and, you know, allow yourself to sleep on them, um, allow them to sit with you uh, and you can figure out what your thoughts are. One of the things that actually... Um, Martin and I do on a, on a reasonably regular basis. We would, you know, ideally be with little people permitting, it would be nice to do it more often, but we actually go off and go for a walk, take the dogs on the walk and we talk through stuff. And the amount of decisions that we've made whilst out walking, because it's not a forced conversation, you're just chatting away, um, is, is really fantastic. So, you know, even setting these goals and taking yourself off, on a bit of a, a bit of a walk and, and letting them sit with you and, and seeing what you think and see what you come up with. It can really help. And the actions I want you to take today are to read traction, ideally. I'm ashamed, you know, it's a big shame that I'm not on commission, but um, I do really rate the book. And it goes into other things. You can skip to the, the, the rocks bit and the planning bit, and then you can come back to the other bits later. The five-year goals, I want you to break them down top line into each year. And then your 12-month goals, they're going to be broken down each month. And sales, I'd like to see each week for the next sort of two to three months so that you have an understanding of what you're wanting to achieve. Um, and then we, you can review the thought processes and you would review after Q1 um, and look at Q2 and how those sales would break down each week too. So make sure they're sense checked and they are as smart as possible. Remember, smart sense checking and smart. I'm going to leave that with you. If you do want to get involved in the group, I am going to have a thread on there where people can post or post links or screenshots to their five years and their 12 months. And I, I'm happy to have a little quick look at them. You know, if nothing else, putting them into a group setting gives you accountability. And those on the thread I, you know, I am going to do a little bit of accountability work with um, going forward for the rest of the year to help you to achieve those goals. This doesn't relate remotely to anything that, um, you know, I'm, I'm promoting or, or going to be offering out there. I just thought it would be nice within the group to to have people aware of, of their goals and support each other. So that's it for today, guys. Goal setting. As I've said, these slides are available within the Selling Without Sleeves Facebook group. That's where it's all happening. Um, content is starting to, to ramp up a little bit more in there um, as I am, you know, yeah, I feel like I'm into the final straight of coming back. 
lockdown permitting. If they shut nurseries, then <laughs> it's going to be mummy daycare. But yeah, um, you know, the, the aim is to be back, as I said, at the beginning of April in a staggered return. It's, it, you know, it's, it's all gearing up towards that now. Um, please do join me in the Selling That Sleeves group. If you'd like some accountability, you'd like me to send check anything. And, um, you know, thank you for listening. I'll see you again next week, guys, where we're going to be talking through the you know, selling on a shoestring and how to generate sales without big budgets. Thanks for listening, guys. Happy selling. Thanks for listening to the Selling Without Sleeves podcast. If you like this episode, please head over to iTunes, Stitcher or wherever else you are listening and leave us a review. It's a really great way for us to know what you like so we can create more of it. 